0: everyone and welcome to today's episode of Not Defined by Endo with me, Tanyola. My guests today are from Mendu, a community created for women and by women. Mendu is a woman of color-founded company, a space that helps you do wellness in a way that works for you. They teach you to take out all the unappealing parts of therapy and keep only the parts that make you feel Their goal is to make investing in mental and emotional well-being as vibrant and fun as the women they engage. Join me as I welcome Kayla, a creative writer and publisher, and Regina, a therapist, to the show today. Remember that I am not a medical professional and everything I share on this podcast is to inspire and empower. Always speak to a medical professional before making any major changes to your diet or lifestyle. And with that said, sit back, relax, and let's get right to it. So thank you very much for accepting to speak to me on the podcast. And um, I would really like to know a bit more about who you both are and what you do.
1: So I'm Kayla Uh, Kay and i am uh, a creative writer and i work in publishing so a lot of my work focuses on is shaping our own narrative and sort of accepting stories um that we tell ourselves and reshaping stories that we should not tell ourselves and uh really just listening to the outside world in ways that help us and really just creating our own narratives so um yeah i i got into like Mandu, because we're best friends, and we've had a lot of conversations over the years about mental health. We just realized that there wasn't anything out there that spoke to our experiences uh, as women of color. So we just thought there was a great space to to get in there, and we didn't really think it would be um, it would grow as it has because we didn't think that I don't know if you don't see yourself reflected in the existing media and the existing narrative, then you sort of think that maybe you're an anomaly, your, con- your condition or your experience isn't valid. Um, and we found that that's not at all true, and we wanted to create a space for people to share their own stories. Right.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and um, I'm Regina. I basically qualified as a therapist two years ago, and then I also work sometimes um, doing sort of mindfulness sessions and that kind of stuff, and so yeah, like Kayla mentioned, I think we just sort of, um, we've been friends for a long time, and then we've sort of grown together over time and um, for me I obviously struggle with mental health in certain ways related to being a person of color in my own ways but I think I also just spent many years as a caretaker for my mom and um, I lost her to sort of mental health distress last year and I think that was just something that I think compelled both of us to kind of say enough is enough in a way, Um, there really needs to be a way that we can talk about issues that are specific to us, because we kind of feel like, you know, self-care, mental health, all of this stuff is very much created by, you know, a sort of mainstream, maybe sort of more Eurocentric Western community. And that's fine. But I think that we need to kind of say okay, we have particular experiences and there needs to be a space for us to talk about the stuff that's particular to us also, I think. So, you know, while all that stuff is great, we just think that there needs to be more essentially.
0: Yeah, correct. Tell us a bit more about Mendu and what exactly you do and what your mission is. Sure. So,
2: um, I mean, in a way, our mission um, is pretty simple. Well being for us. Yeah. So, <laughs> just people who look like us, basically. Um, so people of color. Um, Women
1: of color, specifically.
2: Yeah. And then um, I think in terms of what we do, so right now um, we do mostly community events, yeah. which are fun. We basically want to make self care a fun thing. Um, so we sort of try to take away sort of this like very serious edge that it has sometimes. And then um, Particularly, like a creative one. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, so we we sort of thought about traditional methods of talking about feelings, talking about mental health conditions. So we thought about like group therapy, which seems like a very stigmatized environment. You know, you, you don't want to say, "I'm going to like have a have a group therapy session," and no one's like, "Oh, that's so fun." Yeah, um, absolutely. exactly. <laughs> so we shape the image of of uh, just sort of a group therapy thing, and we don't call it. Group therapy—it's not really that. We try to make it um, fun. Invite different uh, different events, like vision boarding. We do a lot of journaling. Like try to incorporate all of these things that are sort of now in the more contemporary "quote unquote" self care uh, yeah. sphere, but make it more specific to women of color and create spaces that are inviting, destigmatized, and really friendly and effective. Yeah. And then we really uh, succeeded in creating a community around that. Um, right. I mean, there's always more to do. Obviously, we want to keep expanding, but we really yeah we we feel like every event we have has been a learning experience for everyone and that's really what we're there for just to create community create connections and just really grow in
2: in ourselves yeah Um, yeah. that's right and then beyond that essentially we realize that while it's great to have events people are busy you know (laughs) like like, people are busy they don't always I mean we don't always feel like getting out of bed so I mean I don't blame other people for not wanting that so essentially we figured out that we try to put more stuff online but not sort of in the traditional like oh you're doing like online CBT or whatever we're like we want to do things in ways that are fun. And then, so we get even more audio clips of things that people can do to be nice to themselves, to be kind to themselves. Yeah, And then essentially from our conversations with our community and, you know, what we believe ourselves <laughs> is that essentially we figure that, you know, the fact that there are spaces that are not welcoming for, for us, it's not just a result of us and what we think you know there's sort of other people creating that um you know perhaps environment that can feel unfriendly and so we really want to help build allyship help educate on how to communicate in more culturally aware ways so that's what we're
0: about oh love the mission honestly (laughs) (laughs) you mentioned something about audio online things that you can do online and one of them, I guess, is audio journaling. So how does that work exactly? And why do you think that helps? Yeah, so there's,
1: there's been a lot of research about uh, journaling in general, um, how it's therapeutic, how even if you have long-term medical conditions, it can be improved by really focusing on journaling and creating a journaling. of journaling. It's, uh, journaling is really spending time with yourself and really laying out your life and your experience. And it's validating and it's, it's, it is meditative. Um, so we thought that instead of just handing someone a notebook and being like, go wild, like just have fun with a, with journaling, which I do I do think is journaling is good in itself. Yeah. But we thought that creating specific prompts that were um, particular and really relevant to experiences that are maybe more common to women of color, or people of color, we thought that would be really helpful to have to just really to, to start um, thinking about different questions and also educate our community about things that we experience every day, but we may not have a word for, or may not have a way to deal with it. So one of is like microaggressions, but uh, a lot of people don't know how to explain it or really just put your finger on exactly what it was that really pissed you off or, and, and so it's also just giving people the vocabulary to express their own experiences. Yeah. I think that is, that's important, you know, just having, having the words and having the, the framework to sort of think about your own experiences. And then that sort of decreases the stress and the distress you're, ex- you're experiencing, because instead of being like, am I crazy for overreacting, you're like, no, there's a word for what I, what I experienced. There's a word for what's happening. And it sort of gives you more, more control of your, of your reaction and how you can proceed. So we thought just forming um, a platform that has a bunch of content that sort of that helps you, helps people do this. Um, and uses audio clips to journal. Uh, we thought it was really valuable. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. And we also, on a more practical level, I think it also sort of happened because um, I think it can be hard to figure out what you're going to journal about. So, Kayla had this journaling book that we both really liked. But I was like, gosh, it's so expensive. So, can I borrow yours instead? <laughs> and she was like, no. journal so i feel like if the prompts are online i can do that so that's sort
0: of also yeah. part of it and,
1: <laughs> and so we just started creating our own prompts as well so ones that are more um, more relevant to our experiences
0: yeah prompts <laughs> so these journals are they online like on your website or your instagram page how do people access that Yeah, so it's a good question. So we did sort of a very quick test
2: run with some content, which we got some feedback on. And, you know, we were we sort of wanted to push ahead with that because we were really overwhelmed by the feedback. We so appreciate everyone who wrote a comment like, you know, it's time because it really is. Um, But I think the best way to sign up right now is to sign up to our newsletter. That's when we're going to release sort of our new version of it because we did a very quick test run to see what works and whatnot but now we're sort of working on a more sort of full-on library so that's probably the best way you can yeah so it's on
1: um m-e-n-d-u.co.uk, which is our website or you can go to insight timer and it's also mendu uh m-e-n-d-u with an umla over the u yeah. um, like a smiley face which <laughs> yeah. i really happy about um, and the there's a lot of uh, a lot of content there they like can access for free and uh mm-hmm. if you leave feedback it's really helpful because we do read all of it and try to incorporate The comments into our next uh our next material so yeah yeah
0: that's great well done guys many (laughs) women in my community are always in pain like a lot of the time and they're always basically trying to survive the next day which i would say means that most of us are basically in survival mode so you guys mentioned something about you know how to understand the difference between being in survival mode and thriving and my question now is, how do we do that? And how do we know the difference? And how do we go from one to the other? Yeah, I mean, that's
1: surviving versus thriving is a thing that we've had uh, on our minds for, for a, a really long time. But again, it, it's hard to put it into words mm. what it actually means. Surviving, it's sort of like, um, surviving sort of feels like you're constantly on edge and you're you're just trying to figure out what your next step is to stay alive. And that's, <laughs> that's, not any, that's not any way to live. And I, I totally hear that. And I'm, I mean, the idea of just being in constant physical pain or near constant physical pain is just, I mean, he- health is wealth, right? Like we, we have to feel blessed when we don't have it. And when we do have it, we have to keep going. I think, I, I think it's like physical kindness to oneself, like taking a long bath or, or doing, um doing any sort of meditation or yoga, if possible. I mean, that it is they're very tied, aren't they like physical physical well-being and mental well-being Yeah. and i mean this it sort of sounds like journaling is a panacea for everything but um i think that there have been studies about long-term like even like physical um pain conditions where just writing through the pain is is actually really therapeutic and really does help so i i always sort of push journaling first but also just getting to a space of acceptance and not trying to say that your body is broken or your body is fighting you or something is wrong with your body, but understanding that this is something that you are going through and it is making you stronger and it happens for a reason. Um, I I think that thriving is, it's not by anyone else's standards. So you have to be like, you know what, like maybe my body isn't doing what I want it to be doing and maybe a lot of other bodies aren't doing what my body is doing, but, this, I, I am a special blessed creature and I should be able to, yeah. to accept myself. It's, it's, a, it's acceptance without being like, <laughs> it's not acceptance saying like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm okay with this, but just accepting it, you know,
2: yeah. nothing's yeah. ever perfect. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know, maybe we can speak a little bit to sort of one of our recent experiences of it because obviously it's on a feeling level. Um, So it, obviously not quite the same, but I think one of the times when we recently felt like we were thriving was... know we were really speaking our truth we were kind of saying that as people of color there are specific dancing and we sort of started talking about that and I think we were looking to start this project and looking for some advice just because we hadn't done this before and we were looking for people who maybe had a bit more experience starting a project and we went around asking and we got a lot of hate basically people saying you know this is not real you're imagining this uh no one else feels this um there's no market for this because uh you know it's just the two of you basically making up this stuff and it's not real for other people and I think for us just there was a lot of hate and obviously it was our truth it was our real experience it kind of felt a little bit like you know sort of heart racing heart, heart yeah. I think the two of us were just sort of trying to figure out how do we continue another day and I think the difficult thing was then, Okay, we're doing something difficult, but we still want some enjoyment in that experience, probably is the right way to put it. Yes. Or, you know, some sort of, you know, feeling like we could speak our truth without sort of, you know, feeling like someone had a hand to our throat. And that wasn't how it felt basically, because it felt very invalidating that, you know, this is our real experience that we feel, and someone was saying, No, that's imaginary. And so I think in that situation for us thriving felt like okay maybe people are saying getting to a point where maybe people are saying it but because it's our truth we're going to keep on going no matter what and we're going to enjoy this journey with people who are a part of our tribe as opposed to you know listening to the outside world
0: yeah well you know what they say it's only crazy until you do it (laughs) <laughs> That's <a good> point. <laughs> so well done. So how were you able to basically protect your mental health and peace throughout that process? Oh God. It it just it took a lot, uh
1: really. It was really hard to have a bunch of people who are in positions of power say like your your experience is not valid and you have nothing to offer. And then also saying like there's not a lot of money in this as if like the only way it's valid is if you can make money off of it, which is, yes. so,
0: it's so dark, right? Like it's, um, <laughs> That's the thing, yeah. That what people see as success, and I think it's kind of been built into our DNA, all of us. So we have to actually actively change that way of thinking that money is not the only measure of success, like changing lives, reaching out to people, you know, helping to change the narrative is part of success. So it doesn't have to be. Oh, this is how much is it bringing in? Yeah, I can imagine what you guys went through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was God. It it just took a lot of. I I think it really helps that we had
1: our friendship before getting Mm -hmm. into this because we've had experiences like bad experiences at work before. Um, and it's it's a lot easier when you have. We had a wider community that we were trying to build, but we had each other, and I think that really, it, it it helps. It helps to. Um, it helps a lot to have good friends um, yeah. Yeah. and someone who's like has your back when when everyone else is shouting you down. Yeah. And we, I guess that was that was really what kept us going because it was like even if we're even if right now we're in survival mode, like together yeah. we're like building each other up, and that is like I guess thriving. Just like having having a person or having people who you can turn to, ha- having having God if you know if that's what yeah. you're is, yeah. to just to say like you know this this is, this is pretty bad right now but like i have to keep going and yeah. redefining what was happening instead of saying that we're victims that are getting shot down by the establishment we're saying we are pioneers who are <laughs> who are going to places where people haven't gone before and that's always difficult it's always more difficult to cut your own path than just go on the trodden path right so yeah. that's exactly.
2: um, yeah i think that's why it's so important that you for instance have a community that sort of shares that experience because then you know, I think it, it's, you know, it really starts with the whole experiences of going from surviving to thriving. I think it starts with saying, hey, what we're experiencing is real, basically. Yeah. And not sort of, oh, we're, we're imagining this, it's not real. And then wondering, why, why do I feel this if no one else is feeling this? Because actually, that's not the case. I,
1: I think that's specifically true with that, with, with conditions or experiences that affect women. Yes. I think a lot of time, we're told we're, told we're crazy. So like, endometriosis, like, yes, a lot of the time, there's like, like if you look at the amount of money that goes into researching into BGSs, it's like yeah. nothing compared to all the other things because it's a women's disease. Yep. And so it just you have to realize that yeah, like this is bad. But like if men are tell you your pain isn't real, your experience isn't real, it's not valid. You have to, you can't let that stand. You have to reclaim that.
2: Yeah.
1: I, I'm I'm experiencing it, and I'm I'm real. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: So I think yeah, when I think of sort of going from. Surviving to thriving. I definitely think that it's it starts with you know validating that it's real and it's a long journey for us at least it was. Yeah. Um, and I think you know part of it is sort of saying it's real. Part of it is just, is just seeking help to sort of like have tools to actually talk about this in like deep ways because I think that a lot of times the normal conversation patterns we have it's sort of almost we try to gloss over like the deep stuff the stuff in your that you're sort of feeling on a gut level and I think it's pretty important to be in spaces where you have tools to talk about that. Yeah. And then something that I think we feel a lot is that there's definitely a need for a lot of boundaries. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not everyone gets to be on the inside with all the details and whatnot. Or
0: yes.
2: you know, you like, it not pull it apart without the right knowledge. Like not everyone deserves to be and has earned to be on the inside basically. Yeah. Some people you need to keep them out of yeah. Distance,
0: yeah. So to speak. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Wow, really great answers. So apart from journaling and boundaries, what other like creative therapeutic tools can help you thrive in the face of difficulty? I'm
1: a big, uh, well, I I have a bunch of like weird habits and weird hobbies. So I like getting out. Best and are the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I, I like, I love birds and I like bird watching. And I think that is really, that is getting outside and getting outside of wherever you live, like even if you live in, in the country, just getting outside of your normal routine and breaking out of that routine because we sort of are on a treadmill always, just going, going, going. And I think stepping back, stepping into nature, stepping into a space that is unfamiliar um, is, is so, it's so rewarding and it's so eye-opening and you see things that you wouldn't see and it's just little bits of beauty that remind you that like this is, this is a good world. No matter all the stuff that's happening on the news or inside of your head or your body in whatever way like that, there's there's goodness. Um, So I recommend like taking it's something from Julia Cameron. Um, She's I I don't know if you know her. She's she wrote The Artist's Way. And it's this amazing book that's all about it's not just about artists. It's about making your life something that is creative in the sense of like actually creating, not necessarily like painting or whatever. And so she has this thing called the artist date and it's taking like an, an a night, an evening if you can afford it, or like even half an hour every week to just do something that you wouldn't normally do. And I think that's such a that's such a, a, a valuable time for taking for yourself because a lot of a lot of your time is taken away by earning money or caretaking or doing whatever else that that's on your plate. Um so I think that and then also doing creative things. So even if you don't think that you are an artist or a writer or a singer you ha- like it's it's just there's no other time right in your life like you're, you're gonna you're going to have to you're going to have to live your life anyway and it's a beautiful opportunity and people say well I, I can't be a I can't be a professional guitarist so why would I ever play guitar like yeah. why would I ever like you know like I won't be th- I won't be that good in in 10 years it'll take me 10 years to get this good at something um and it's like those 10 years will pass anyway so you might as well just try something that yeah. you that you you want to try um so just taking risks i think um and doing things that you tell yourself or other people tell yourself that you can't do mm-hmm. um i think that's i think that's a great like f you to the world yeah <laughs> <I think> that,
2: <laughs> that's a good way of putting it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Is there any other thing regina you know i think for me
2: it's like the little things make the biggest difference like you know just taking that moment sometimes if it's sort of a really tense moment to actually just go outside and get a fresh breath of fresh air I think that makes a huge difference or you know even if I it's just walking around the building I'm in I feel like that makes a difference to just like take a moment to sort of step away actually and sort of allow myself to step away because I think for me a lot of the times I feel like I'm in the situation and I should be productive and do as much as possible. That's me as well. Yeah, exactly. So it's almost like allowing myself to say, no, that's like not the most productive way, I think is the biggest thing. But I think I'm not as creative as Kayla, but I always try to do little things basically. And I try to figure out ways like for instance, I'm not that artistic, but I do enjoy, for instance, pictures and vision boarding and stuff like that or um you know i really also like meditating and yoga which is probably more the traditional stuff rather than creative and but then obviously writing my own thought is my own way uh thoughts is my own way of sort of having a creative outlet even though it's not traditionally creative so i think you know for me, it's such a blessing to be around Kayla, who is more creative and can sort of, I can see what she's doing. And sort of, I think that's why it's so important to have other people around you in a community. Um, because it's, it's a constant struggle. But like Kayla said, it's about learning also and allowing yourself to learn. So I think mostly it's allowing myself to do that and allowing myself the time to try to do those things, whether it's reading or, you know, watching a good movie, all those things, taking a bath, all those things that allows me to step away. And sort of have a moment when I'm not thinking about everything that is going on. It's just a moment to be and do something. I think that's really what creativity allows for that's so special. And a little moment of magic is how I think about creativity. A little moment when something special comes to you and it's a feeling, it's not sort of a thing per se so I think that moment is what's important for everyone to have
0: amazing thanks so much Kayla and Regina this has been really interesting so thank you so much for coming (laughs) (laughs) so can you tell um, a bit more about your upcoming events and when and where is it taking place sure um so um Our event is
2: on February 21st, so it's a Friday, so it's like a little bit of sort of after the intense work week, um, a moment to sort of take a breath, basically. That's what we had in mind so that you can take a breath and then really enjoy the weekend is what we're hoping for. So, you know, we spoke a little bit about the moment when we, what it felt like for us to feel like we were in survival mode. So... One of the things we talked about is obviously sort of having the tools to speak in ways um, which are deep. And we sort of both realized in that moment, survival moment, that um, we sort of were very in that moment and we needed someone else to sort of pull us out of it a little bit and see sort of like the outside because... I think for anyone, when you're sort of stuck in that moment, it's just really hard, you know, because for someone else, it might be very obvious how to have a deep conversation about it and sort of step out a little bit. But when you are the person in that moment, it's hard no matter who you are, basically. Yeah,
1: it's hard to get perspective. Um, yeah. We sort of reached out at the time to a a woman who we didn't know at the time, but she's become one of our good friends. Uh, it's just Jazz. She's uh, Jazz. She's incredible. She's a, a life coach. Yeah. And she's, I mean, she's something special. She honestly, yeah, she's so inspirational. She really, she has a full-time job, but she's also like a, like a part-time life coach. But like her, she's so passionate and so talented at what she does. So she really brings out truth and power in every situation. She's, I don't know, she's phenomenal. So yeah. she's going to be part of the event. Yeah. Uh,
2: so, so essentially she, you know, helped us take a moment to sort of assess where are we right now? versus where do we want to be and then she really coached us through how are little things that we could start to step from where we are to where we want to be she really it felt like she really gave us tools where we could start stepping towards that and so I think that's really the experience that we want to share um, in a community that's of people of color so that we can sort of talk about you know for us based on our experience where we are and then where we think we can be and for people who understand that experience hopefully we can sort of all talk about and help each other out. So, yes, it's at Red Bull Studio. So much love to Red Bull um social innovation who's been a huge um part of helping us also because I think the way they really helped us was that they were also a stepping stone for us to go from survival mode to thriving basically because they were the ones who really said, "Hey, if there are other people who feel the same way, yeah, itself. basically, yeah. and it felt huge for us at the time to have someone with their kind of weight to tell us that. So, yeah. um, really grateful that they're giving us a space to sort of do this, essentially. So, yeah, it's thirty until about nine thirty after work, um, and okay. it's
1: on Friday, the twenty first of February at Red Bull Studios in Covent Garden. That's
2: right. <laughs> the tickets are um, two for two for ten pounds, basically. Okay. Um, until the 16th and then later on it's 10 pounds per ticket
0: um, all right
2: and we would love someone from your community there so we'll give do a free giveaway for anyone who would like to join us
0: thank you so much <laughs> <Appreciate it. laughs> thank you so much ladies it's been so lovely having kayla and regina on the show today these women are doing a brilliant job of bringing women together and providing a safe community to thrive and grow. Make sure to register for their event coming up on the 21st of February at 6.30 p.m. in Red Bull Studios at Covent Garden. They are also providing four free tickets, so make sure you head over to my Instagram page at notdefinedbyendo to enter the giveaway. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would love to know. Send me comments or even a DM through my Instagram or Facebook page. Share with your friends and subscribe to the podcast. If you also have any questions to ask or topics you would like me to discuss, feel free to shoot me an email on info at notdefinedbyendo.com. I love to hear from you all. All of this information is in the show notes. Until next time, my name is Tanyola. And remember... You are not defined by anger.